You are listening to the Better Together podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Free Will Baptists. Welcome to the Better Together podcast, where we look for ways we can work together to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today we have with us Miss Mary Ann Oglesby Southerly. She's the author of Remember for Me, Life Lessons from Those Living with Dementia. Miss Mary knows a lot about dementia. Uh, she has been working, I guess, with the veranda since 2011. Is yeah. that right? Going on her 12th year. Ooh, going on her 12th year, many different awards. Uh, she was a, a singer. She still is a singer, but she's done that for, for many, many years. But also, uh, the veranda has been recognized by Tennessee Public Radio by many different agencies, Doc, uh, Governor Huckabee and many right. others have pointed out the good work they do. And she's been on the podcast before, a well-received podcast that helped a lot of people. So it's so good to have you with us Thank again. You. It's good Ms. to Marianne. be here. Thank you for being here. So we're, we've, we've got a lot of people struggling with memory issues, all kinds of dementia. We've got Alzheimer's, we have Lewy bodies, uh, um, this is will go away, will it not? Will this get better? I don't think so. Does it seem that way? Does it seem that way? And and I actually, I was sitting out in the car before I came in here today, and there was a lady that her mom has a uh, Louis body, and she was asking about coming to the veranda. Lives in in Goodlettsville, close to here, but but she was at wit's end as to what to do with her mom, and um, in a different church, not in my church, but but still searching for help yeah searching for help and she's had to quit her job to to take care to take care of her mom so it's it's not going away no it's not you actually write about that in your book you talk about the data you talk about the baby boomers aging right and there's a statistic in here that just should frighten us all but also help us get prepared right where it looks like 20 percent of our population uh, will be in could be struggling with right. these kinds of issues by right. 2030 by 2030 which isn't very long it is not it's it is right around the corner right around right. the corner so i'm listening to this podcast today and i'm a younger person but i've i'm looking at my mom or i'm looking at my dad and i'm noticing some things uh they seem like they're slipping a little bit uh, what do i do you know we all slip yes so just because we forget something doesn't necessarily mean that we have a dementia of some kind. However, come with aging as we get older, our brain is old too. So mm-hmm. there's there's normal aging. All of us are going to normal age. You know, I get tickled because people say, I couldn't find my car in, in the Walmart parking lot when I came out. And I go, but you do know you have a car. There's the difference. There you go. There's the difference. When people don't know they have a car in the parking lot and they wander off, there's really big issues. Mm-hmm. But for losing your way, you know, hey, that happens. to I say that because I'm getting there. So <laughs> I justify it, you know. But but it's still true. We Everything about us grows old. Over time. It does. Over time, we're going to get old. Or right. Old, period. So, um, yeah, it's it's... It's one of those diseases that there's so many facets of it that I think it scares people just the word dementia. Yes. Yeah. And, so, uh-oh, I, I can't find my keys or, oh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. But it's really, it's over a long process, it isn't is. it? It's a while. You know, I mean, people 
people, it takes probably now five years to six years to even get a diagnosis of Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. It's that long of a time period. Um, I'll be kind, but it, it, it shouldn't take that long. No, it shouldn't. It should not take that long. And so that's, I think, where the trouble comes in with our moms and our dads is that we look at it as an old age disease when, in fact, it really isn't anymore. But, but because they are getting older, is it just slowing down mm-hmm. or is it um, just the beginning of something that we don't want to talk about? Mm-hmm. And so you would think you could go and have an evaluation, have a physical, uh, do a good mental status exam. Right. Um, and they would realize, okay, some, something's amiss here. You're right. Um, but it seems like it kind of goes along and then it just hits people. Like, yeah. This is off. It, it, it really, you know, because I work in the church world, I, I, I see that it's sometimes because people have a task to do mm-hmm. and people living with dementia are really good at task oriented. You give mm-hmm. them a job, they can do it especially in early. So daddy, who's always worked in the church, came up there. His routine, his whole being has been that. Mm -hmm. And so it takes a while to say, well, no, he got lost on the way there or he got lost. And how many times did he, you know, so aging, aging parents are probably some of the hardest because the children that are at home that are watching this have busy lives too. Yes. Yes. Very busy lives. And so sometimes, as my daddy used to say, you can't see the forest for the trees. Yes. There you go. So it's easier to mask on the telephone. It is. It's harder. I'm doing good. That social chat. Yes. I'm doing good, honey. Yes. Whole time you're standing there and it's 12 o'clock and you're still in your pajamas. Yes. You know, so yeah, it's, 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 uh, it is a chore. Mm -hmm. It is a chore for children and it is a terrible place for a child to be. Yeah. And so you can know they struggle sometimes to remember what they ate. Right. They they uh, ask I ate you. good. Yes. <laughs> I ate good. What did you eat, though? Well, I don't know, you know but it was good. It was good. It was good. But I think probably a good signal is they keep asking they the keep same asking questions. Over and over. Or not remembering um, special days. Yeah. Yeah. When every day is your birthday or, you know, it's and it's just small things. Bathing. Bathing is huge. I did take a bath. Yes. And you can smell. And you can smell, (laughs) you know, and and the husband will be sitting there shaking his head. That's not true. That's Mm -hmm. not true. But then that makes the wife mad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there's this fuss. And then children see their parents fussing that have always loved each other. And it's just it's just like a bomb waiting to go mm-hmm. off and it will explode. So what can the children do is they they see it, they can sometimes feel it, we want to deny it. Right. But it's it's there and and if nothing else often right the, the other parent. You know, I see the other parent, I see the husband that's loved his wife for 60 years. The last thing he wants to do mm-hmm. is tag her with something that's going to take him take her away from him mm-hmm. um you and i both know that it yeah. it becomes disastrous sometimes and so love that kind of love i see is that we 
we don't see it in a younger generation. We were raised different. Mm. We were yeah. raised different. We were raised to be one way and to take care of ourselves, be on our own, be independent, and we're going to stay that way. But those couples, our parents, has been love from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And there's been this bond there. And especially in churches, it's been, I've always taken care of my wife mm-hmm. or my wife. I've always taken care of him. I've always cooked his meals. I want to cook those meals. I want to be that person for him that I know God wants me to be. And that's where I see the biggest issue sometimes is that couples in churches are kind of left out of the mainstream. Mm-hmm. And so where do they go? Mm-hmm. Where do they go to find answers, faith-based answers? Because mm-hmm. you can get some answers in other places. You might not like them. Mm-hmm. But as a people of faith, we have to figure out as Christians that there is a bad side to life, and we're gonna, we need to be on the forefront. I've mm-hmm. always said this. We need The church needs to be on the forefront of helping families with this disease than the last ones to know what's going on. Absolutely. So, so parents are maybe struggling a bit, and then you've got children looking into this situation. Right. What you're saying is really we as the church need to step up. We do. And help them in, in we certain do. ways. We need to help find the—we an- can find the answers for lots of many things for, mm-hmm. for the younger, for the youth to do. Mm-hmm. Go here, here's this, here's this, here's this. But I, I really feel like— um, I got an email, you know, f- your email last night. And when I read it, I had a friend, she was talking to me on the phone. And I said, oh, my gosh, here's a pastor that called me and said mm-hmm. the things that you said about we need to do better at this. Mm-hmm. And that's been what God has laid on my heart for 2024. We have to be better at this mm-hmm. because I've seen some horrible things in 2023. Yeah. Horrible yeah. things. And every one of them are in church. Mm. And to be honest, none of them really know their pastor. Mm. They don't because they're they have to be out of the building. Mm-hmm. So to me, underneath that steeple, there's a big circle of people that are drowning, right? Drowning, and that's our mamas, our daddies, that's our husbands, that's our wives. Um, so I think, I think that in order to help them, the church needs some answers. Very good. Very good. So um, if I'm a son or daughter trying to help, I'm thinking, what can the church do? Right. If I have a spouse that's struggling with this, I, I want to think about the church. Right. And then the church, we'll talk about that a little bit more later, Right. needs to think about this population. <laughs> about this population. And, and be directly And we should involved. feel free to go. We want our families in the church to feel, I mean, if we have cancer, what's the first thing? Mm-hmm. Pray for so-and-so. Pray for so-and-so. Yep. It's it's easy, but with dementia, because it's such a social disease, mm-hmm. and it does such, has it has such bizarre behaviors mm-hmm. that it puts us in an uncomfortable mode. And it's really hard, it's really hard for a, a husband to come and say, my wife just took off down the street without any clothes on. Mm-hmm. Mama would never do that. You no. know her. She's a godly woman. She would. It has nothing to do with the Lord. It mm-hmm. has everything to do with the disease. And so, whether it be a um, a sibling or or uh, be a, a spouse, spouse to 
get past the sigma a little bit. Yes. You know, they may, they would have never said anything exactly. like that. Exactly. Never you know, done anything like that's that. That's the funniest thing to me. Not funny. It's funny in a sad way because the right frontal temporal, as you know, is that place that stores music. Yes. It is the one thing that we're so proud of as a church is that, hey, they can still sing the old rugged cross. Praise the Lord. And it is. Brings great, great joy to those. It's also the place that has rhythm, so mm-hmm. they can, you know. Yeah. But forbidden words are stored there, too. Yeah. And I think it's because, now this is me talking, it isn't a language. We know a cuss word is a cuss word. Yeah, yeah. It's profanity. Yeah. We've been taught that our whole life, but it's stored in a different place. It's not stored in the left lobe, which has language. Mm-hmm. It's not stored there. And so when they go to say, oh, sugar, Mm-hmm. Sugar's not there anymore. They don't mm. even realize there's a difference between sugar and sweet and low. Yeah. But that other word comes out, and they're just frustrated, mm-hmm. and they have no words. And so that is probably one of the biggest things about Christianity and our loved ones is the potty mouth. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shock. It's a shock. Yeah. And it, Rightly so. I'm not saying there's anything not shocking about it, because it is. It's funny, though, because it's a proven fact that your generation, if we sat here and talked about a word that we never use because we think it's the grandmother of all ugly words, the younger generation that has dementia, they use that word Mm. all the time. Mm -hmm. It's stored. It's a expression. Mm-hmm. You're mad when you say it. Yeah. You know, most of the yeah. times it has an emotion attached to it. Yeah. So yeah. when you're really upset. So, yeah, it is it is that um, place. The church should be a refuge. I've said it for over and over. It's mm-hmm. a refuge for everything else we do. And for families, for your mama, your daddy, heck, for you. Yeah. Because I love your wife. She's just yeah. as funny, and I think she's wonderful. Yeah. I just love her. But she's going to struggle because that you're you'll be the man she doesn't know, right? Absolutely. And it's hard. Yeah. So first off, thinking you, you're listening to this, you've got a parent struggling. Yeah. You know they're going to be different, but they're you different. also want to go and embrace the church, right? Uh, you've got a spouse. You're embracing people within the right. church, trying to trying to use that, and we'll talk in a future podcast about specifics the church can do. Right. But we're encouraging you to you. go exactly. on the offense and exactly. pastor help us or Sunday school class, life group help us. Exactly. Let's do those things too. Now, let's say I'm the person. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the person that's starting to struggle a bit. Right. Um, which... It, we talk about this, there are things worse than dying. Right. And this is one of the things people talk about. Yes. So what can I do in, if, when, in my moments of clarity when I know it's me? Right. What can I do? It's really hard to admit to a disease. You know that. You've mm-hmm. been in practice. It's hard to admit that you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things is there's such a death sentence attached. You do not. God can heal anybody. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. But but the disease itself is an end-of-life disease. Yeah. But it started when you were 40. Mm-hmm. So it's just been churning along, working along, and, and, and then all of a sudden there it is. But it's been there a while. Yeah. So I think for an individual, 
it's to make those plans now. You know, I'm doing some doula work, dementia doula work, and that's what I tell everybody. Look, if your mother has Alzheimer's and her sister had Alzheimer's, then you need to sit down if you're the daughter and say, I need a plan. Yes. I need a plan. Things aren't looking so hot for me. You know, I'm not speaking negative. Right. But it's just, you know, your mother's diabetic. It's the same thing. It runs in your family. Not so much that it runs in the family, but there is a correlation. There's lots of families. I have one now. I mean, it's like the entire family yeah. is gone except one person. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we as individuals need to understand that we have to prepare for what could happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, they even now have end-of-life documents like power of attorneys and things like that, Um um, DNRs that are strictly for dementia mm-hmm. because the questions that you ask yourself are totally different mm-hmm. with dementia than cancer. Yeah. And so as an individual, you need to sit down and really have a heart to heart with the Lord and say, how do I want my life to look yeah. at the end? What does that's, that look like? That's good. So you can, you know, you kind of get a sense yeah. and, uh, there's all kinds of things, you know, we've had testing today, yeah. and so there's people that'll do that. And right. They set up a, a regimen of exercise. Exercise, and, and exercise nutrition. is great for the brain. Yes. And it's wonderful for the brain. Fresh air is great wonderful. for the brain. Socialization, and which goes those, back to church. It does, it does. Yeah. But eventually, eventually, it's coming. It's coming. And so you even talk about that some in this book, mm-hmm. you know, Remember for Me. Right. Uh, where you've got other people in your life that are going to do that. Right. And and then when we finally come down to it, it's really a kind of a, a Psalm 46. God's going to be my refuge. He's God's my going refuge. to be my strength. You know, I've adopted this. He is able for 2024. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I will tell you, I had a heart attack back in March. And so the first thing I thought about, Dr. Moody, was my brain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I got to protect my brain. And we have to do that. Yes. It's imperative. The younger generation has to protect their brain. And so I'm protecting my brain and they're calling me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were not nice to me sometimes. And I'm going, I know what heart lung machine does to the brain. Right. I don't want to do that if I don't have to. So let's let's don't start with bypass. Let's start down here. And God was merciful to me. I walked out of there with not even a stint, mm-hmm. but I've had to accept that there are things I can and cannot do anymore. And so to protect my brain, I stood up for myself. And here's the funny part. I You know how they give you your records and you can look at them now? Well, they need to be careful what they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's written down there. Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking to see what my lab work looked like. And I look down and the first thing was an MIA. The second was a hyperlipidemia and the third one was dementia. They had placed me with dementia. They had put me down as having dementia. I freaked out. Yeah. Not because I thought it, but because I saw it. Right. And how easy it was to to advocate for yourself in a world that won't listen to you. Because I told them, I said, I am not afraid to die. Mm-hmm. They were thinking I was afraid to die. I said, but I am. I'm not afraid to die. I'm going to heaven. So we need. That's not my concern. My concern is I don't want to end up like the people that I care for for reasons that you and I both know, which would be. 
your brain, right. the medication, being put to sleep, all those things. And so I'm thankful and grateful. But as a younger person going in, you got to speak for yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to be your own best advocate. You you nailed it there. <laughs> and so no one else is going to do it for you. They're not. And so whether you be a a spouse, whether you be a exactly you're thinking about your parents, right? You really have to, you know, in most hospitals today have a hospitalist. Yes. And, and they don't know you from Adam. They don't. But they're supposed <laughs> they to don't. look at the whole oh, picture. picture. But but you're going to have to look at your whole picture. Exactly. <laughs> you know, there's no one really doing that. No. And you've got to say, this is who I am. Yeah. And in relationship, in the next, you know, when we talk about the other, relationship care is it. Yeah. It's everything we do is my relationship. I wouldn't be here if you and I didn't have a relationship. Yeah. It, it is what it is, and we have to figure out how to keep a relationship between a group of people that are leaving the church faster than they're coming in, mm-hmm. and and even for our age, I wanted them to know who I was. Yes, that's good. And we have to do that. We, we do. have to do it. Well, thank you for the good work you do at the veranda, thank and thank, thank you, you for just the wonderful ministry and Thank you for listening. You all that are listening, I want you to listen to another podcast. Be on the lookout for one where we talk about the role of the church and dealing with this tsunami, great tsunami that's coming Kevin. our way. But if you, but in the meantime, I want to encourage you to look up Veranda Ministries. And so you can just simply go to verandaministries.org, look at the ministry there that Miss Marianne engages in. And if you happen to be in the Nashville area the last Monday of November every yes. year, they have always um, this special a Christmas to remember. You don't want to miss it. It's no, a, it was a great one this year. It was a great one this year. It's a great one every, every year. year. Great musicians, great singers. Miss Marianne's a great singer as well. A good way to support the Veranda Ministry. So come and join that if you can. So thank you for joining us today on the Better Together podcast. <laughs>